Ever wanted to know what this whole chatbot thing is about? Today, we've got a specialist who's going to give us the A to Z on what chatbots are and how they can help your Amazon business. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton. And together with me today, I am joined by Michelle Barnum-Smith. We, we just went over that. It's like, it's not <laughs> Michelle, it's Michelle. All right. Michelle, yes. I'm going to struggle with this already. <laughs> Michelle, what, what is the origin really quick of, of why I have to do this little French accent with your name here? Oh, my parents liked the Beatles song, Michelle, my bell. And so they made sure that in my little farm town that I grew up in, that everybody called me Michelle and I was teased like horrendously every, you know, every time there was a new substitute teacher or a new school year, all my classmates had to make sure that everybody knew it was Michelle. It's not Michelle. It's just Michelle. It's just not Michelle. All right. Well, I'm going to try to be (laughs) mindful of that. Or I might just have to call you M during this, just, just in case I get nervous. Well, it's but like uh, the bond, like a bond, you know, like the bond woman, right? Okay. Oh, <laughs> so you're a bond woman now. No, no, no. I'm just thinking like M from. Oh, that's right. James M. Okay. Bond, right. That's right. Hey, James Bond 25 <laughs> is coming out this year, next year. That's crazy. I can't oh, believe there's that oh. many, but anyways, we're going completely off topic here. It's Let's true. get back on. All right. The topic actually is chatbot. So Me, I'm very familiar with them. I mean, I haven't used them that much, but I know what they are. But I know a lot of our users out there or listeners out there might be like, what is a chat bot? So just let's start off with that. Uh, Michelle, what is a chat bot? So chatbot in essence is automated communication. Okay. So you do something and then a bot automates a response back to you. And that bot could be, you know, there's lots of different platforms for bots like Slack and um uh, AI is probably like the biggest industry term for it. Um, but today you and I are going to be talking about the most specific and op- biggest opportunity for Amazon sellers, which is messenger chatbots, which is the largest B2C platform for uh, chatbot communications between businesses and customers and for you know Amazon to take advantage of as well, or Amazon sellers to take advantage of. What are some stats like as far as how many people in the United States are, I mean, I don't know if you have this information or not, but like are actually (laughs) using Messenger. Like me, you know, a lot of us just take this for granted. Like I've always, you know, ever since I've had Facebook, I've always had Messenger and then then they kind of made it that separate app. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I can't be without this. I need it. But like, is there any stats out there about like, oh, 10 million people use Messenger, 100 million people? What is it? Yeah, sure. So I can't tell you on the fly specific to the United States, but um, in in the last year, uh, 1.5 billion users are on Facebook Messenger. And then Whoa. three weeks ago, this is the big news, is that three weeks ago, Facebook announced that the communication platform for Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp is going to be Messenger. And what that translates into is 2.5 billion users worldwide. So when if people are like, oh, well, should I even start the journey on chatbots? Because really, I want to communicate with my people on WhatsApp or on Instagram. Listen, this is the platform. As of 2020, all three of the communication platforms are going to be combined. No um, way. I had no will, idea about that. People will still have the Instagram, you know, user experience, but when it comes to the messaging feature, you know, like in, like in Instagram, it's not, it's no longer going to be, can I slide into your DMs? It's going to be, can I slide into your messenger? 
Yeah, it's going to, I don't know how they're going to brand it, um, but it's all going to be the same uh, communication experience. Wow. That is, that is pretty big. Um, And now from what I understand, you know, the re and this is just from personal experience too, and I'm sure our listeners can as well, you know, my email unread emails, you know, it's like (laughs) probably like it says 3000 or 4,000 at any time my phone, you know, text messages, you know, people don't like to be, you know, hit with, with text messages and, and we don't have people's numbers, but Usually if I get a message in my messenger, I mean, I open it, that, right. that's me, but, but that's kind of typical for, for people, right? Most people who get inbox on messenger, they'll open it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's really kind of one of the sexy stats um, that I love to talk about is, is with messenger, the open rates are still upwards of 90%. You know, for that reason entirely is that people have email fatigue and they also are, are super sick and tired of getting um, SMS texts from mm-hmm. businesses. But Messenger still is in this kind of this, this new awakening period um, where you're still able to get really awesome engagement um, through the platform and getting you know, those 90% open rates, those three-second read times. Um, a Harvard study was, was done last year in comparing messenger and email. And essentially when it came to email, you either read that email within an hour or never. And, and so a lot of people are like you, where they have their inboxes either just like crammed full or they do the, like a monthly or, or post vacation purge where they just like delete everything. And then just think, you know, if it's really important, people will email me back, you know, like that kind of, that kind of approach. Whereas with messenger, it still enjoys that that, uh, that engagement and, and that open, those just super sexy open rates and three second read times. Like just imagine just how powerful that is. If you're doing a ranking campaign or a new product launch and you want people to take action very quickly, they're going to get that message and take action on it, you know, within three seconds. That's just crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Okay. So just before we get into the specifics, I definitely want to get into some specific use cases for people selling on Amazon for, for chatbots, but what are some more general things as far as rules? Like you can't just like subscribe somebody to my, you know, I have a list of Facebook users. Now I'm going to put them on my, right. my chatbot list. So like, what are the, like, I guess, terms of service, I guess, as you were of yeah. how you can get somebody subscribed to your chatbot. Yeah. So let's talk, let's talk TOS really quick. And then we'll talk about subscription processes. So, so a couple of things to know about Facebook. Number one, Facebook wants to protect this platform from becoming your inbox on email, right? They don't want it to be a, a spam, uh, a spam platform. And so they're going to be very, uh, cautious and careful about how you, you, us as, as business owners use messenger to promote our businesses, our products, et cetera. And, um, and so one of the things that, that you have to be very kind of aware of is that how you would message, how you would communicate via email or Instagram or Facebook posts where it's like one offer offer after another, after another, that's not going to work on messenger. And it can, it can work in, in the short term, but in the long term, you could get your account uh, essentially blocked and, and get your business banned off of messenger. So, um, another thing to, to know, just like how you, how, just as you mentioned, you know, cause I have sellers come to me all the time. They're like, I have two, 200,000 fans on Facebook. And I'm like, okay, that's nice. But that doesn't translate into messenger subscribers. Unless all 200,000 people, uh, have messaged you at some point, they are not technically subscribers to your messenger account, which is a separate entity from your Facebook page. And so you have to go through a process to, 
uh, to get those people subscribed. Same, same kind of thing is true with an email list. Um, I've worked with sellers who have like, you know, a million and a half people on their email list. And then like, how do I get these people into messenger? Um, because if, if you move an email, if you just download your subscribers, you could upload them into another email service provider. If you wanted to from MailChimp to Aweber or something like that, that is not the case with messenger. You have to get people to purposely subscribe <laughs> to your to your messenger bot. And that has a lot to do with the overall experience that Facebook wants for the platform, which is permission-based marketing. That nobody is going to communicate with you without your permission to do so. And so um and so it's really important to as you're setting up your subscriber experience and bringing people on. And I know that can sound intimidating where people are like, oh my gosh, do I have to build out these big funnels and all these landing pages? Um, and, and one of my favorite things about messenger is the, uh, is, is the ease and frictionless process of getting subscribers on. You really can build a subscriber list very quickly and very frictionlessly, uh, with messenger. Okay. Excellent. So I think we've determined until this point that yes, you know, messenger is hot right now. It's going to get even bigger in the future. Thanks to that news you just brought us, you know, so next year, even more, it's effective. It's an effective way of, of communicating. So most of our listeners are, you know, sellers or potential sellers on Amazon. So in my mind, just in, in my mind, as I'm talking to you, I can think of three ways that I personally think would be the top three ways that Amazon sellers could use chatbots, you know, it to, in order to scale their business. But let me ask it from an expert and I'm hoping I can get at least two of these three. Right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you what I was thinking of, but you tell me what are the three top ways in your opinion that Amazon sellers can use this. I'm glad you brought that up because there, in my mind, there are three and I call them the three R's. I call it ranking reviews and revenue are the three, the three ways that, that I most often in my workings with sellers, and I've worked with a lot of a lot of sellers. That that's really all that they care about. Can I rank my products? And that includes launching new products. Can I get reviews for my for my listings, um, mostly within terms of service, without getting in trouble? And can I drive revenue from my from my messenger subscribers? And to all three of those, I say yes, yes, yes. Okay, so the first two are ones that I had in my mind. The last one could be, but I'm not sure exactly where you're going with it. So let, let's start with that one. The revenue well, part. You got to tell me what your three. Were. No. Okay. My, mine were the ranking, the reviews, and then like building a brand, like building oh, yeah, a, a, a community. But it's, I, I'm assuming maybe that partially has to do with the revenue. So let's start with that one. So like go into the specifics about the revenue. Let me just say, you cannot accomplish any of the three that I talked about with mm -hmm. doing, without building your brand. Okay. Like you have to have the brand building um, focus in mind because let's back up a second. One of the, one of the things that I get super frustrated with on behalf of my sellers, I think I'm like, you know, when I hear like somebody has done my, one of my sellers wrong, right? Like, like I had a seller three weeks ago who, um, Amazon just randomly shredded her products, just shredded her products. And you know, how much, how much money did she just lose, you know? Wow. And they're not claiming any responsibility, all of this stuff. And there's that just part of me that's just full of rage on her mm. behalf. Right. And every day I hear these stories of some uh, yet another crazy thing that Amazon has done. And that's not to say obviously that there is an opportunity in the platform, but it is to say that, that as private label sellers or sellers on Amazon, that 
it is a brutal place. It is a brutal place to try to survive. And the only way to survive is to be to build your own traffic source, to essentially start to build your brand and be a product seller, not just a Amazon product seller. Um, and so what that translates into is obviously building your brand and, and creating traffic assets that you can utilize to accomplish your goals on Amazon and off Amazon. So that's where we get into, you know, obviously ranking a review and then revenue really can be, do you want to sell direct or do you want to sell through Amazon? Now you have the power to do so because you have your own traffic source that you can, that's interested in, and, and aware of your brand, what you have to offer. And, you know, you can sell them what you want to and where you want to. And that's true power. Okay. So going back to the first R then, you know, that, that's one of my specialties from, from before is ranking and, and giveaways and things, which is uh, I'm assuming mm-hmm. what chatbots can help with. So how would a seller utilize chatbots in relation to the ranking or, or like a, a product launch? Yeah, absolutely. So especially as it relates to product launches where you have no um, previous sales history, uh, bots are great for this because you can essentially run a, a multi-layer product launch um, all with chatbots. And what I mean by that is kind of like um, uh, what I call it like my five step protocol to a product launch. And, and kind of like the first step is, is essentially attracting your subscriber base. That's really kind of like the, the pre pre step is, is bringing in your subscribers via, you know, contests and other things to kind of attract people and then starting to run your offers. And, and those offers can look like, you know, a flash sale where you're changing the list price on your actual Amazon listing for maybe like a couple hours and, and driving a small percentage of your subscriber base to, to that offer. And that's kind of like your week one product launch offer. And then, um, and then week two is like a 10 day drip where you're wanting to get 25 sales a day per day for 10 days to be able to really kind of like lock in that ranking. Um, so it's not just like a one day, a one day peak and fall. It's, it's a sustained sales experience over a series of a, a period of time. Um, and you drip that offer out to your subscribers over that period of time. And, and then the rest of your subscribers, you do week three, which is a general offer. So something under like 30% off where you can get those as verified, verified reviews. And of course, during this time, you can use any URL that you want to, to drive traffic to. So, you know, obviously I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of Helium 10's gem, um, gem tools where you can, you know, create your own URLs and kind of experiment with those. Um, but obviously you need to do your keyword research first so that you can, can build those URLs effectively and, and capture that ranking, uh, that ranking traffic. And then finally, if you need additional velocity after that, you can run like Facebook ads to deliver coupon codes via Facebook messenger and, and get kind of that ranking juice from, from external traffic as well. So then if we don't have an existing messenger audience or list or whatever it's called, and then we wanted to use what you're talking about as far as the, the ranking goes and delivering codes, then is the way it works is we actually, you know, have a target audience and then we actually run a Facebook ad to yeah. that audience. And then that on ad click, it actually puts them into the chatbot mm-hmm. sequence. Is that how yeah. that works? Yep. So my favorite, um, my favorite sequence is a, uh, like a contest of some sort featuring 
a suite of your products or one of your products or like a month's supply of one of your products if you're a supplement seller, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and then run a Facebook ad to... And the, the highest performing audience that I've seen consistently um, low cost per subscriber over and over again is just a lookalike audience of your current Amazon customers. So you could do an uh, you know order export of your Amazon customer list and just upload that into uh, Facebook ads just with their first and last name and location. You don't need their their Amazon email address. That's a waste of time anyway. Um, but you know, trying to get a good uh, good build a good lookalike audience from that. We, I've worked with over a hundred sellers and that has consistently been the best performing Facebook ad audience. And it's easy. You don't have to deal with any of the insight stuff. You don't have to guess which other kind of products or services or brands those your ideal customer might like. It really just is that simple. And that's what I love about it. And then running a contest featuring your products is really important. Because what I've seen happen is sellers run contests where they're giving away a cruise or they're giving away a Fitbit or they're giving away some product that has nothing to do with what they sell. And then they and then later they that might attract a good number of subscribers, but they're total crap. Because when you try to message them later, they have no idea who the, who you are. They have no idea how they got on this list. There's no continuity of experience and they're not interested in your products. And more often than not, they'll either like unsubscribe nicely or they'll mark you as spam and that'll get you... Uh, you get too much of that. You'll get your account blocked uh, off Messenger. So I'm a huge fan of giveaway contests uh, featuring your products. Another oper- another option is to just do a straight up coupon offer. So um, as, as a Facebook ad campaign, and this is great for like both attracting subscribers and you can rank a product this way too, where you're just running Facebook ads with a deep discount offer. And we've tested a lot of different offers. And the one that hits the nail on the head each time is 75% off. 75% off is the sweet spot between getting people's attention so that you can get a low cost per subscriber. Plus it's a good enough deal that people will actually like claim the coupon and use it. So what you don't want to have happen is you're offering like 25% off, for example. And uh, it's not a compelling enough offer run via Facebook ads to make people kind of sit up and take notice. So that means that's going to translate into a higher cost per subscriber. And then because the offer isn't compelling, then nobody's going to actually take you up on it. So the the, the actual coupon claim rate is super low as well. So it's a lose-lose. You've paid a lot of money for that subscriber and then that subscriber didn't actually go and do what it was you were hoping they would do. But 75% off is that sweet spot between low cost per subscriber and people actually using the code so that you can then translate that into, um, you know, ranking, ranking juice, if you will. Yeah. All right. Hold hold, hold on just a moment. I'm just trying to think out loud here before I, my mind isn't what it used to be. So let me interrupt you before I, before this, (laughs) and uh, I talk uh, really fast before this amazing idea, I completely lose it, which I'm already starting to lose it. But anyways, okay. Let me think, what was I going to say? Oh yes. Okay. So you talked about, you know, 75% off and 25% off, but, but let me just throw something off of you here. What if you had, instead of a lookalike audience, you actually had a specific audience that you were able to get subscribed that was your customers, you know, like, like instead of doing the next step and creating the lookalike audience, let's say you, I mean, you had a, you know, like retargeting. 20, yeah, like 20,000 customers. Now I would think that maybe if I'm targeting people from my brand who have already paid like full price for my product, you know, organically, that wouldn't they be maybe able, like if I just gave a 25% off or a 40% off, you know, less than 50 for a new like item or, or the same item, just, you know, now 
it's at this discount. Wouldn't I have a better chance of making that sale, even with a lower discount, just because they're return customers? Um, I mean, like, I, I totally know what you're talking about. And we have tested that many times. And I got to say that actually, no. <laughs> hmm. So even, even to that kind of audience, your existing customers, you still suggest doing the 75% off. Well, so everything's always worth testing. What I would do in that instance is make it a completely separate campaign when you're setting up your Facebook ads so Mm -hmm. that you can put all of those subscribers into a similar flow that the other people went through, but then always, you know, obviously follow up with them separately because they have purchased from you in the past. So maybe building kind of like a review funnel into that as well on the previous uh, purchase. Here's the thing though. And this is what I've seen uh, many times. Is that, is that, and this goes back to um, just a mentality that Amazon sellers have that people will remember what they purchased and people don't. So there's, there's a couple of things that you have to kind of mentally shift in your, when you're thinking about your campaigns. First and foremost, people are Am- like your Amazon buyers are Amazon's customers. Like I buy things all the time off Amazon and I have no idea the brand that I purchased from, or I have the time I can't even remember the products that I purchased from them, you know? So you have to remember that Amazon customers think of themselves as Amazon customers, not your customers. They've just bought your product and they may or might not even remember that they bought it. So when they're scrolling through their newsfeed and all of a sudden they see a product that they purchased from you, or they see your brand pop up and say, Hey, thanks so much for being a valuable customer. You know, here's 75% off your next purchase with us. There's going to be a little bit of a disconnect where people are like, okay, now who are you? What, what is this? What are you talking about? This seems too good to be too true. Is this a scam? You know? And, and what we've seen in those types of campaigns is, uh, the cost per subscriber on retargeting ads is super expensive compared to new subscriber campaigns. Now, like I said, it's every, it's, I'm not telling people not to do it. I'm just saying what we've seen in, in running, running these kind of tests, because we'll absolutely, when we're building audiences and setting up like a giveaway contest, you know, if they, if the retargeting list is large enough, we'll, we'll include them in the audience to send, uh, you know, send the ads to, but time and time again, those retargeting, that retargeting ad set gets shut off first because they are so much more expensive. Okay. Interesting. But by all means, please test it. And it's great. And it's a great use case, but you know, prove, prove me wrong. (laughs) All right. Now you also mentioned about, you know, reviews now, you know, of course, as Amazon sellers, you know, we got to be very careful with, with how we contact, you know, our, our customers and of course, never offering incentivized reviews, but something I heard people say through Facebook ads, you know, a year ago before the, the whole chatbot thing was really big. And I would think the same would apply to the same might apply to chatbots is like, let's say you are able to make, again, another custom audience of customers who not only bought your product, but maybe are repeat buyers of mm-hmm. your product and then target them with, you know, a request to, to leave a review or something like that, that you would get a lot better chance of them leaving a review because they obviously like your product. Now, is there, uh, have you ever used anything like that as far as uh, on your messenger Mm-mm. campaigns or sequences? Yeah. So let me speak to that uh, a couple of, a couple of ways. So first um, to get people to subscribe, never put a like on your ad, Hey, we'd love to, you know, any kind of, 
I guess, leave us a review and we'd love you forever or insert incentive here, you know, kind of a thing. Never put that on your ad directly if you're going to do it. Same way with for product inserts where you see like just people saying, Hey, thanks so much. Leave us a five star review on Amazon and we'll send you a $50 gift card. It's just like blatantly against terms of service. Only a matter of time before they get themselves just in trouble. Right. Um, so in your ads themselves, you need to experiment with compelling offers on. So if they're a repeat, uh, if they're a repeat buyer for and you have enough of them for a specific ASIN, um, then by all means, feature that product and, and you know, present some sort of compelling offer. 50% off their next purchase, a free bottle, a BOGO, you know, experiment with what that offer is. And then inside of the bot in the back end, buried way after the initial kind of opt-in experience, like if they came for a BOGO, give them that BOGO, you know, inf- the way for them to get that and claim that offer as quickly as possible. And then like days later, follow up with a review request of some sort. Um, Just really bury that. So it's not something that's just like, oh, if an Amazon, you know, somebody from Amazon saw you doing it, they'd be like, oh, well, this is, this is totally against terms of service. Right. Mm -hmm. But I will say at the same time that um, the sellers that I've seen do this, at least what we consider successfully where they're paying a low cost per subscriber. And I will be honest with you, I haven't talked to anybody yet who's gotten a really low cost per subscriber from retargeting current customers. And every time I've tested it, it's been like a $10 subscriber, a $40 subscriber, something crazy like that, where it's just like, okay, yeah, the, you know, it's a repeat buyer, but are they really worth $40? And, and that's even before they've gone to go we that's even before we've even talked to them about going to leave a review and there's no guarantee that they're going to leave a review. You've just paid $40 to know that somebody is actual buyer. What I recommend on the flip side of that are product inserts instead, because you know, for one thing, you know that hundred percent of your, your Amazon customers, your, your brand's buyers, but Amazon's customers are going to actually see or receive that product insert. And if you make the offer compelling enough, then you're going to get people to convert and to become subscribers for free. So, um, and, and then obviously be able to follow with review funnels. So it's a nice just net to put in place to constantly capture people. Um, the other problem that I have with review funnels via Facebook ads is that you get into the territory of abnormal review velocity. And, um, last September I was at a, a fancy dinner with lots of fancy sellers and, um, one gentleman sat next to me and said, Hey, I've figured out this process and um, I'm getting all of these reviews, except last week I got my ASIN blocked from receiving reviews. Oh, and I was like, Oh, that's a bummer. And he's like, Oh, yeah. And earlier this week, I got my account suspended. <laughs> I was like, Dude, <laughs> what? Other than that, though, I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, and I'm, and I'm telling all my other sellers how to do it too. And I'm like, Uh, well, you're a jerk. <laughs> like, huh. You're going to get all your buddies blocked and banned too. That's, that's counterintuitive. So, you know, something that I, that I think is really important, especially with Amazon sellers. And we saw that, I think um, I posted it on my Facebook today, but uh, over the weekend, the FTC is suing um, a seller on Amazon for fake reviews, essentially for $12.8 million. And Amazon is applauding it. They're like, yeah, go get them. You know, hashtag Amazon doesn't have your back. And, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things is an example where you're, you're winning the battle to lose the war. 
you know, great. Mm-hmm. You got a bunch of reviews and now your product's ranked, but oh, darn it, your ASIN got blocked. Oh crap, your account got suspended. You know, so you have to be careful with these kind of quick fly-by-night chatbot uh ideas because you just, you just don't want to get yourself in a position where you're, um, either going to get yourself blocked, suspended or sued by the federal government. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that's, I mean, reviews is one, that's why, you know, as I mentioned earlier, is one thing you don't really want to mess with. And that's the one that Amazon doesn't like whatever gives them bad press. And and they've definitely gotten a lot of bad press about the manipulation of reviews. And there's still a lot of manipulation out there, but guys, just don't, don't, don't take a chance. If there's something shady about how you might be getting the review, you know, whether it's through chatbots or whether it's through whatever other method that you're using, uh, better to err on the side of caution and just, just don't do it. And and that's one thing that's really cool about the chat box is, you know, here's a, a potentially, you know, white hat way that, you know, you can, you can increase the number of reviews you get without the danger of, of screwing yourself with Amazon. Right. Exactly. And, 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 and like I said, with, with product inserts and then just in general, following up with customers and reminding them to leave a review via, via your, your chatbots. And when I say customers, I mean, your customers, mm-hmm. they've gone from go, they their journey is bringing them on as, as a subscriber, converting them into customers and then following up with review requests. That's like a normal kind of, um, campaign flow is, Hey, I know you're busy, have a lot going on. I just want to do some customer service really quick and check on you. Were you able to get that package? Yes or no. Did you like the, did the product work, work like it was advertised? You know, is it working all right for you? Yes or no. You know, and if they say no, then you provide a really great customer service experience to make it easy for them to get their money back or to their problem fixed or whatever it might be, i.e. avoiding negative reviews. And then if they like it, you know, just just casually requesting that review and making it easy for them to do so. And when I say easy, I mean, um, you know, something to watch out for is not sending people to an ASIN specific review URL. Um, that's, that's abnormal review behavior all over the place. And a lot of sellers that I've talked to who have gotten their ASINs blocked um, from abnormal review behavior is because they're using ASIN uh, review links. And I'm like, there is no customer out there who has access to this, this URL. Um, it doesn't mimic, it doesn't mimic normal customer review behavior. And so that's why it's getting flagged. So either just give people instructions, um, go to amazon.com, go to your orders, you know, like find, (laughs) find the product, go leave a review. You know, this is how you leave a review on Amazon or the other, the other link that works right now is the review your product link. And that's just kind of a general you know, catch all for all of the products that a consumer buys on their Amazon account. So those two things are working right now. Um, and it's a way to not get essentially not mimic and get caught for abnormal review. A yeah. last couple questions here is I'm assuming these chatbots are done through like Facebook pages or like the, it's a, it's a page account, like a business account, right? Yeah. That, it has that's to be a, a page account. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, if you're building a brand, you know, you also might want to, I would think toggle between like actual, you know, like maybe having a VA actually talk with a person as opposed to a chat, but like, is that something that's, you know, since I don't have much experience with this, is that something that's difficult to do where you have like triggers where, you know, like, okay, we need to get like a, a real life person involved with this where it's not all hundred percent 
messenger activities all through chatbots, right? Or it can be, it can be. I mean, there's, there's some things like frequently asked questions, um, where, where you could create a chat experience, an automated chatbot based on uh, commonly used keywords like how do I return? Um, I want a refund, something like that. And the chatbot pops up where it's like, hey, it sounds like you're looking to return the product. We'd be happy to help you with that. Let me go grab a customer service person right now who can guide you through that. And that's where you can insert a live agent, for example. Um, my husband runs a, a bike shop, and this is, you know, off Amazon experience example, but people are always posting on the Facebook page or, you know, doing various things. They want to know, Hey, what are your hours? What's your location? What's your phone number? You know, those kinds of common things where you don't want somebody's time sucked up in like, what's your phone number? Well, Google it for heaven's sakes. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like those common requests, those kinds of things can be automated, but there are also places inside of a flow inside of uh, a messenger um, automated experience where it makes sense to, to insert a agent and there's an and built into the platform of choice my my platform of choice is many chat um, and I'm not paid to say that they're just really great and easy to use and and um, very easy to set up and all the templates that I've built for my sellers are all on many chat so it makes it really easy to install but um, you know if somebody replies to a bot that automatically goes through the bots default reply experience um, and so you can set that up in such a way that if people really want to talk to a real person, a live person, that, that it makes it easy to identify who those people are. Because if you're just trying to do all that through your Facebook inbox, it's going to be a terrifying experience <laughs> because yeah. the bot is going to take over your Facebook inbox and you're going to see every single response from the bot is going to look like a new message. So you definitely want to do that inside of ManyChat and it really simplifies the experience. All right. Well, Michelle, thank you so much <laughs> for all this information. I have tons more questions, but we're out of time. So I'm sure everybody else has questions too. So how can they find you on the internet or on Facebook or, or how can they reach out to you to get some more help or some even possibly training for messenger bot services? Yeah, absolutely. So I have a, a new webinar that I've, that I do every week, um, on my website, amzmessengerbotclub.com. And we'll put that in the show notes, but I mean, essentially it's, it's, I talk through the ranking and review system on for Amazon sellers on how to use chatbots to, you know, accomplish those, those core objectives that I know you guys all have. And I talk through and show you use cases, um, and the flows themselves. So you can see kind of the step-by-step -step process that I use in the case studies and results that, that, um, I've gotten by testing these. So I know that this isn't just a, you know, a quick, Hey, this worked for one person. No, this works over and over again. All right. Thank you very much, there, guys. There you have it. There's the website to get more information from Michelle. Just make sure if you talk to her on the phone, don't call her Michelle. It's <laughs> Michelle. All right. And then she'll help you out with your messenger bot services. Otherwise she might, she might give you a bad sequence or I, I don't know. But anyways, I'll, I'll blow up your bot. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, Michelle. And we'll definitely be in contact in the future.